God, Niles. I, I can't believe it took us five years to finally do a Frasier episode, but, well, here we are. Watching Frasier. Something borrowed and someone blew. It's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't... Tear me apart, Lisa! David, do you take Patrick? Everything is going to be all right. I was thinking maybe the king and I. Uh, how about Oklahoma? I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rider's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Curlin, and that's my Kelsey Grammer impression. <laughs> so we are kicking off 90s November with the ultimate 90s sitcom, Frasier. And my guest is Kendra. I think this is your fourth time. I think you're a four-peat now. keep coming back. I mean, if you want to keep coming on, you can come on as many times as you want. I will. <laughs> as long as it's like something I like. I mean, I could also talk about things I don't like. But yeah. Well, you, I mean, for you were a trooper and you talked about uh, for scary, what scary <laughs> met stabby, you talked about uh, Ernest scared stupid, which. What a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which to tease Bagel Basket for Christmas, the movie we're doing is Ernest Saves Christmas, uh, CB is. Chris Brown and I love Ernest, so yeah, we're gonna be doing that. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you want to join us, uh, yeah, when I'll, I'm busy, I didn't tell you when it was. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be busy. You know what? I bet it's better than the Santa Claus and Elf, which are two movies I think are overrated in Christmas. I will say that uh, Ernest Saves Christmas has the second best version of Santa since uh, Richard Attenborough in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. All right, big shoes to fill, boots to fill. (laughs) (laughs) So I promised you a crazy story. So I was a little late starting the Zoom, which I will apologize on air to Kendra, because our neighbor's dog showed up on our doorstep. Our, Our neighbor was walking around, and Haley was coming home from work, and she didn't recognize him. Um, cause it was dark out because, you know, here in Massachusetts, the sun goes down when it rises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're a vampire city. Uh, <laughs> so, so she's like, can I help you? And then we saw it was the neighbor and he's like, oh yeah, uh, I'm, I lost my dog and they have a huge husky dog mm. and we're like, oh, okay, we'll keep an eye out. And Haley realized she forgot her her uh, phone in the car. So she went to open the door and the dog comes walking in. <laughs> like like, like she place. owns the place. Yeah, yep. correct. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we're like, okay, we got to get this dog back. So we go to their house. No one's there. He's still looking for the dog. Mm. So then we're walking around at 7.15. I'm like, oh, I got to get the podcast started. (laughs) And then like we hear like a whistle and I just yell, we got it. (laughs) We got her. She's right here. (laughs) And that's why I was late starting the podcast. I hope hope that makes up for it. Well, I mean, you saved a dog. You reunited a family. Very Beethoven homeward bound moment. And Kendra will be back to do Beethoven's second and homeward <laughs> oh, bound lost so in San good. Francisco. Oh, I mean, Beethoven's second is one of those better than the original. Love it's the Godfather it. <laughs> 2 of, of, you know, St. Bernard movies. I, it's wild. 90s. I love you, but and it's wild. Beethoven didn't even talk. That's how good he was of an actor. Well, th- this was that was the weird time when they were doing like Meet Bingo. Do you remember Bingo? Yes, the yes. circus dog, and then like mm-hmm. Airbud, and like, uh, and then Airbud. 
Disney's like, hey, let, let's uh, let's have them talk in their heads. I mean, there's a really good one called Russell Mania. Check it out on Netflix, possibly, about a little dog that kind of looks like Eddie. I think it's kind of a little uh, Jack Russell. And he's, like, saving the family, like, theater that was, like, a wrestling company. And he re- he wrestles, <laughs> quote, unquote, the dog. So his name is Russell Mania. <laughs> so good. My husband was like, please stop watching this. And I was like, I don't know. It's pretty good. So, yeah, it's a recent movie. <laughs> So, for 90s November, what did you pick, Kendra? I picked the one and only Frasier. I got my shirt on. <laughs> I So, I'm very surprised that you picked Frasier. I didn't know that you were a Frasier head like I am. Oh, my God. I love it. I didn't know about it in the 90s because when I was little, I didn't understand what it was about. I thought maybe him and Niles were a couple. I thought he was British. I was just like, this show's just like, I don't know. It's not like something I'd watch. I probably just didn't watch. It wasn't on TGIF. Let's just say that. (laughs) So I was like, it's an all people show. And then a few years ago, I was watching like just the series finales of t- different shows for a little series I was doing. And that one, Frasier's just stuck out. I loved it so much. I went back and I watched it. And I we're just watching it again for probably the 20th time. Mm-hmm. We go back and forth between that and The Office as our nightly binges. So my three favorite uh, series of all time are Cheers, Frasier, Third Rock from the Sun. I thought you were going to say The Simpsons because then it'd be like, Kelsey Grammer is in all three. <laughs> well, and Simpsons is up there for, I was talking about like live action sitcoms. <laughs> I mean, Simpsons is n- number one for animated. And, you know, I, I kind of got to say that because that's where I got my sense of humor is <laughs> from I, The Simpsons. I mean, anyone our age, that's totally true. I mean, okay. So did it blow your mind when they did The Simpsons Frasier crossover episode? I mean, I didn't know it at the time. Like, I knew Kelsey Grammer was a sideshow Bob, but I didn't know, obviously, like, at the time, I didn't know Niles and Martin and all that. So when I went back and watched it, I was like, oh, my God, wow, this was, like, a big deal. And And it's my one of my favorite Simpsons because of the vendetta, vendetta. (laughs) Oh, I that, that, that one. Oh, I'm talking (laughs) about Brother from Another Series when... Side oh. Cecil shows up for the first time. I'm talking about Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, like, I was like, that's not John Mahoney because I didn't realize he is British. He helped Daphne with her dialect. Because he is Manchurian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't you give us the TV guide rule for something borrowed someone blue? All right, wedding bells are about to ring, but will Daphne make it down the aisle after revealing her... Secret to Fraser? Dun dun dun. <laughs> I would have also put about fucking time. <laughs> Cause like I thought they got together like in season four or five. I didn't know it was like they were four years away from the series ending. And like if it wasn't the highest rated Emmy winning show, this would have probably been like the final season if it was like mm-hmm. any other show. I mean, it, it's wild that it went on 11 seasons. But yeah, it's, those will-they-won't-they's usually don't last past four, four or five. So yeah, they drug this one out. Yeah. For sure. And I did the math. Do you know how long Kelsey Grammer played Dr. Fraser Crane for? I think it was 20 years? 21 years. Not close. Yeah, because I, I think he kept making jokes that, like, Fraser could drink. Like, because Fraser came in on season three of Cheers at the tail end, and then he was there from, like, season four to season 13. So he, oh. yeah, he, he has longevity for playing this character, and they're bringing him back. Yeah, I mean, they have the joke in the last season um, where Aunt Jackie's on, and she's like, can you imagine playing the same character for 20 years? And he's like, hmm, no, can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forget that uh, Jackie was on it, uh, Laurie Metcalf. I always remember uh, Christine Baranski as Dr. Nora. Oh, God, one of the worst, like, guest characters. She's so horrible. (laughs) Horrible person, great performance. I believe she got an Emmy for it. 
Oh, did she? I mean, yeah. the, her mom should have. You whore. <laughs> the, okay, so have you watched Werewolf by Night yet? No. On okay. the, it's the Marvel series, correct? It's not even a series. It's oh, a 50-minute like oh. special. They brought back the Halloween special, and they're doing oh. it for Christmas, too. The villain is B.B. Glazer, darling. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she plays a good one when he thinks she's like the devil. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So Frasier, like as a kid, I always thought that like, like, you know, whenever they were romantic, I'm going to say in quote marks, I always thought it was supposed to be funny because on Frasier, like when people slept together, they would cut to it and people would start laughing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess it's funny. <laughs> Because I always remember him sleeping with BB and it cuts and she's like lying sprawled on the bed and she's like, oh, Frasier. <laughs> I mean, and then when he finally sleeps with Roz. I actually got little... very sad <laughs> when that I, happened. They were, I think the best will they won't they that they didn't actually do it. I think that was a good call. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did it, but they didn't do it. They didn't go further. Right. He ended up with Laura Linney. Yeah, who's like, Jesus Christ, the scariest human on earth on Ozark. Yeah, but Um, I kind of found that funny because when it came down to the final people for Roz, it was Kudrow who got it, who was fired, (laughs) Laura Linney and Perry Gelpin, and then Perry got it. That's good. I think it all worked out in the end. Yeah, so... Why did you pick this episode? I mean, this is the one you everybody waited for. I think when you were watching it back in the day, this was probably the the episode, you know? Like yeah. TV Guide probably, like, I think of Jim and Pam getting married and, like, being, I didn't even watch The Office when they got married, but I remember it being on the cover of Entertainment Weekly and them doing, like, this whole, like, spread. So I imagine TV Guide was, like, blowing this episode up back in the day. So I was like, let's do this one. And I love Niles. <laughs> He's all in love with him. As soon as you said Frasier, do you know which one I thought you were going to pick? Hmm. The one where Niles sleeps with uh, oh, uh, Lilith. Lilith. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, because I honestly loved Lilith. I thought she was great. But I, maybe that's because I love B.B. Newworth. Hmm. And... The cameos in this one, I was very surprised that Lilith didn't show up. Like, like this was a season finale because it was, this was a two-parter. I'm glad you picked a two-parter because when we started Bagel Basket in the first year or year and a half, we did, we recorded an episode, never aired it, of Sliding Cranes. We did Sliding Cranes, but we had nothing to talk about <laughs> and the episode wasn't great. And we never aired it. So I was like, I've been dying for five years, six seasons to talk about this show. And thank you for picking it. This is, well, it's so great. Everyone, like all my friends are like, Jesus, your old white people show. And I'm like, it's so good. Okay. I know it is like for older people, but I love it so much. I mean, I'm old now, so it's okay. And okay. So. With with Frasier, first off, how was my Frasier impression? <laughs> I mean, you uh, sounded British, so. <laughs> I mean, that that's the key. Um, but uh, with with Frasier, I I never understood why the show got so much hate. They're like, oh, the show's too smart. I'm like, actually, the show they're kind of dumb. Like, it's not too smart. I don't think that. I think yeah. it's pretty cut and dry sitcom they give you kind of the same things we expect from sitcoms but you know just because he's smart i think maybe that's why people think it's a smart show and you're like no because look at friends i mean ross was like what a paleontologist something yes wasn't (laughs) wasn't a smart show though (laughs) and man am i one sorry (laughs) paleontologist like i think it's just because of like and people probably also agree he they thought he was british Yep. Americans think British people are smart. There's only one show I ever thought one of the main characters was British. Hmm. Can you guess what it is? Sitcom on TGIF. 
Like early TGIF? A classic TGIF, like like. Dun, 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 dun. It's gonna be really obvious when I say it. Okay, go. <laughs> what is? Mr. Feeney. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, he was really smart. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, like when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, he's he's British," and my dad's like, "He's from Boston." Like. <laughs> He's here on a visa. He's doing his job in education. Yeah, I found out that William Daniels was from Massachusetts and he moved to <laughs> L.A. or California as a kid. And I was like, oh, well, diction. <laughs> Maybe he just really liked BBC shows. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what I was really like, so this this episode didn't give me enough Martin. I mean, it wasn't about him. I know, but, but Marty Crane is my favorite character. I understand. <laughs> I love. Who's your favorite character? Niles. Well, Niles is a close second because what I did love is that they brought back Niles's panic attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many seasons did we go? Go? Was it two seasons? I think it was when he first met Donnie, or right before when he finally got divorced from Maris. He had the panic attack. Oh, where he sits under the. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's earlier in this season or like mid six because it's not yeah, long. They they yeah. introduced Donnie mid season six mm-hmm. because that's Saul Rubnick from True Romance. That's how I knew him as a kid. Didn't he play like the um, Broadway or whatever the stage Shrek or something like that? I believe that's Brian Darcy James. Oh, I was like, he looks like it. No. I always hate <laughs> that they gave Daphne Donnie. He's just. I don't hate Donnie. I hate Mel. I don't like Mel. Yeah, she's a horrible person, but, you know. I mean, honestly, I I preferred Niles pining for Daphne. Like, when she reciprocated after a while, I was like, oh, okay. I loved when he was with Maris because that <laughs> that gave us Niles being an absolute mess. And messy Niles is the best. My favorite Niles is when he has to go live at the Shangri-La. <laughs> that's my favorite era. That's one of my favorite. That's another favorite episode. I just love the toaster. <laughs> oh, did he leave a note? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. But yeah, that's my favorite Niles chapter. Yeah. So I got addicted to Frasier. This is going to be the weirdest, weirdest reason why. So... In 1999, when this season was happening, I saw The Matrix for the first time, and I was so energized and jazzed about how great it was. My dad's like, you need to calm down, have dinner, and he turned on Frasier. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the Steakhouse episode. (laughs) I like that. uh, I was jazzed on The Matrix, on these new ideas of technology. (laughs) I I was 12 years old. And the Matrix came out and it blew my brain. And I was like, how did they do it? And he's like, you need to calm down. Here, I hear the music calling. I was like, okay, all right. All right, Dr. Crane, the doctor is in. I mean, that's perfect. It's a perfect show. And it's one of the few to do that like hybrid of workplace and home life that we don't we don't get too often. And they actually made the workplace look cool. Because mm-hmm. like I loved the design of the radio station. I wanted to work for KTL. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is like anyone could walk in there. Like there was no security. There's no at security. <laughs> like but, Woody okay. was walking in, Ted dancing, like everybody. Okay, so in the actual episode, we have one of my favorite recurring guest characters, which is um, Simon Moon. <laughs> Oh, Simon. Well, it's Anthony LaPaglia. He's like, oh, 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 oh. no, that's her other brother. Yeah. <laughs> Hagrid. But, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. yeah. You, did, you, did you recognize who that was? No, not until late. I actually didn't see Harry Potter until maybe like 2019, 2020. So, not a Potterhead, but my husband loves it. And that's, he made me watch it. So, I didn't recognize it, but he, he did. But for Simon Moon, this brother, did you recognize him? No. Who is he? It's Joe from Empire Records. 
I've never seen Empire Records. You've never seen I Empire know, Records. I know, I know, I know. It's, it's like, <laughs> cut you my of all people, card. I know. <laughs> you of all people should have seen, should watch Empire Records. It's the absolute '90s movie. But he plays the the New York guy who owns, who runs Empire Records. Like he runs the record store. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to my friend Joseph, who I know loves that movie. I still have not seen it. Uh, we've done it on the podcast, and it nearly broke my wife. Um, it it is. If I watched it today, I'd be like, "That movie is terrible." It, <laughs> but I saw it when I was like ten. I'm like, "This is the greatest movie ever." <laughs> some of the movies hold up, and some don't. But that that's okay. Yeah, it does. It absolutely <laughs> doesn't. But he's been in everything. Um, he was on that TV show Cold Case that was on CBS that lasted for you know a long time. That no, not Cold Case. Uh, Without a Trace. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's he's been in everything, um, but he's Australian, and he plays Daphne's brother. <laughs> and I love how Jane Leaves is from London. And she plays Daphne Moon from Manchester. Yeah, they had to mix it up, mix it up. And I went with the Boston Manchester. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Manchester by the sea. Um so I don't I don't remember them planning the wedding as much throughout this season. Um, no. Well, she's kind of planning it because then like um, her mom's like, oh, I want to do this and this, and then does, and like Frazier and Martin are gonna give her like luggage, but then they like he like is what having that beef jerky and he like hiccups and she thinks they're gonna pay for the whole wedding, so that's kind of like the only time they're really planning is that episode. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. she's like, oh, Mister Crane, thank <laughs> you. I love Jane Leaves as Daphne. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that like she didn't get really a ton of other stuff. I mean, she did hot in Cleveland, and then she never had to work again because she so ho- good. <laughs> she hopped on the residual train, and she was the ladybug in um, James and the Giant Peach. Oh, I thought I was gonna be like she was not the ladybug in a bug's life. <laughs> no, that was Dennis Leary. <laughs> I was no. like gonna be like oh, and then Miles was a stick bug. How cute. <laughs> no. She was well, but that is cute because she was the ladybug in in James and the Giant Peach, and he was the stick bug. No, Dennis Leary, from you know, <laughs> once again from where I live, um, which I so when when I was at the Daily Show, Dennis Leary was on, and he came up and he was trying to recruit people to intern, unpaid. At his production company, which was down the street, and to entice us, he he was like handing out free copies of season one through three of Rescue Me, oh. and I was, <laughs> if I was able to afford it, I would have done it, but I couldn't <laughs> do another, you know, unpaid job. <laughs> but I, t- he, oh, I mean, he was he so nice. More DVD. I mean, Ice Age DVDs. <laughs> he oh. couldn't. He couldn't give those away because that's Fox. <laughs> oh. But me, you would have slid them in, you know. Under, yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, I will totally do this. And then I uh, looked at, you know, my finances. I was like, I cannot do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would totally love working for Dennis Leary. And he seems like a cool guy. He gives rescue me DVDs. I mean, I can't introduce him to my my family because he curses like a sailor. But yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I just remember um, him uh, basically being like, yeah, also, uh, for some reason, here's a free copy of Bug's Life. Uh, Niles Crane's in it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Leary, you're the best. (laughs) Weird story. (laughs) when When I lived in New York, it was the weirdest time of my life. I feel like that's what everyone says if they have lived in New York. <laughs> it seems like such a crazy place. It's like you're watching a Martin Scorsese movie from the <laughs> outside, but it's happening around you. And it's like, oh, man, look at these mobsters. Oh, I could actually get stabbed. <laughs> oh, no. 
Did you live there long? Um, no, not not long. I I didn't live there for more than like a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's too intimidating for me. Well, it's it's it it came down to being homesick. That's what it, I miss Boston. I was like, I want to know that you know which lines to take on the T. I don't like having to take an L train to the forty second, and like I hated all the different lines. It I is li- yeah, wild <laughs> in Boston. It's color coded. You take the blue to the red to the green. I we in LA we had colors and yeah. then right before the pandemic they tried to switch to letters and I was like I I learned the alphabet again like what is going on like I think I'm I moved thank God now I have like one bus in this bum bummy hillbilly town <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh so yeah back to Fraser uh with with this entire episode I don't get. How Niles can be like, oh, you're just trying to split me up from Mel. No, Frazier's literally like watching Frazier be in so much pain. And this shows how much he truly loves his brother mm-hmm. and how much he loves Daphne, too. I mean, yeah, he's just trying to do a good thing and tell them both. And I wish like, I don't know, I'm I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he meddled. I know Martin's like, stop meddling, but, you know, he we needed him to do that. And I love when it comes back for the next season and they're just, like, in the car, just like, <laughs> that was my favorite. But. I mean, okay, it, it breaks my heart when they're watching in the Winnebago, the wedding from afar. It's like, oh, no, it's so, it's is it really going to end this way? And then the knock at the door and Daphne mm-hmm. in the wedding dress, it's like, oh. And when she calls him Niles for the first time. Yes. <laughs> That's a good part. But, okay, so you're going to have to clarify to me. When does he basically get divorced from Mel? Is it the the season premiere, the next episode? He, he, I think I feel like it drags on for at least two or three because she's uh, in, she doesn't want to be embarrassed that their marriage lasted like 24 hours. So she's like, you have to stay with me. You have to do these engagements. You know, you have to come with me. So it's only like one or two episodes. And finally, he stands up to her. Yeah. Like at that party when that one guy who's in like he's such a 90s guy. He plays like a butler. And then I forget. It's not John O'Hurley, is it? No. Oh, what is his? He's very fancy. I can't think of his name, but he's like in everything. But yeah, when he plays their butler. Wait, is he actually British or is he? I don't know. He's fancy, so he might be British. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the? Is it the guy? I can't remember who it was, but is is it the guy? I know his name. Is it the guy from Best in Show? And is it Jim, Jim James or Jim Paddock? Let me see. No. Okay. Because that guy's in everything. No, God, it's gonna. I'm gonna. I'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't believe that that this episode it felt so short. Like part one feels like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it just go by fast because it's you're just waiting for her to tell Niles, and then it doesn't happen. So you're like, I don't think of it. Yeah. And when it originally aired, was it the same night or did they take a week? Okay, so this was the hour long season finale. Okay. And they this aired, I think. Um, was this? I don't think this was. London um, uh, Friends. I don't think this is when Friends went to London. I think that was two seasons before. No. This actually might have been the same night as I Take Thee, Rachel. Um, the, the one where he, Ross is getting married to the lesbian? No, <laughs> not the, no the British one. Okay. <laughs> um, I got to look it up. London Wedding. So that was, no, it was the year before. Uh, Yeah, that would have been crazy if there were two weddings in one night. NBC was like, I don't know, that's a little too must-see TV. (laughs) (laughs) 
because for the longest time, I feel like both of these shows, they ended at around the same time. They both mm-hmm. started a year apart, right? Frasier was 93, Friends was 94, and they ended both in 2004. So I just remember they were both keeping each other alive because at 8 o'clock was Friends, at 8.30 was Frasier, and then for the season finale, it was an hour-long season finale of Friends and an hour-long season finale of Frasier, and I'm literally looking up looking it up as we talk now of what happened, what the season finale was. Uh, it was the one with the proposal. That's what it was for friends. It was the one where, where Richard returns and, and um, Chandler is going to propose to Monica. Okay. Yeah. So I was right. Wedding themed episodes. <laughs> I can imagine the very 90s commercials of like <laughs> just ding, ding, like wedding bells and everything for NBC. We have a proposal and the return of Richard. <gasps> Honestly, I'm this is going to be very controversial, but I kind of think Monica should have ended up with Richard. <laughs> oh, I love Chandler. I love Chandler. <laughs> but. I liked until she turned out to be a, a horrible person. I liked Kathy. And then I mean, she it was, was a never cheetah. meant to be. Never meant to be. Yeah. I always wish like um Phoebe could have got some love in 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 the group, but I, I kinda like that she was on her own. Well, the, apparently party. they had like her and her and Joseph Francis Tribbiani, they had like a secret like friend thing, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. They had a friends with benefits thing that both um, LeBlanc and Kudrow confirmed in their backstories and Kaufman and Bright, who created the show. They're like, yeah, they were secretly sleeping together. So, yeah. My controversial friend's opinion is I like Ross. I know he gets a lot of hate online, but I liked him because he lived by himself and didn't have roommates. I was like, that guy's cool. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to be like 100 years old and have a roommate because when you're little, the cast of Friends looks 100, even though I think I'm probably older than they were on the show now. (laughs) The controversial opinion I had was uh, Chandler's roommate, Eddie, the one who replaced... Joey, when he went on Days of Our Lives, I didn't think he was that bad. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> he was nice. <laughs> he was crazy, but, you know. Which, also, not no Eddie in this Frasier episode, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they, they, they said he got away on his leash. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh. And as the story that I just told at the beginning of this episode, that hits a little too close to home. <laughs> all ties in yeah i also when i was little thought eddie was like maybe kind of like a beethoven character on this show like he was involved in a lot more of the plots because he was <laughs> always on like the magazines and what you would see and like for the show and so when i watched it, i was like oh, i guess the dog doesn't talk or anything except that one episode where uh martin's high <laughs> who did the voice in that episode i thought it was someone <laughs> famous i can't remember remember but that's a good one too yeah <laughs> they're all good but. i i love any episode where martin is basically out of his comfort zone <laughs> i love martin crane so much i think he is one of the best written characters so for me it goes martin niles Roz. uh Daphne Frazier. I think Frazier is the weakest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably say Niles, Roz, Martin, Daphne Frazier. Yep. Pick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daphne. <laughs> Daphne and Frazier in the bottom too. Oh, but, but she does so well on Hot in Cleveland, so. Yeah, she's the best there. But in this episode, she doesn't really do anything. Like, she just... Gets sad. She is the someone blue. 
Well, I mean, she's going through so... I also always found it weird that she never thought of Niles in that way until Frasier blabbed it and then it kind of got in her head. So I'm like, did you like him really? Or <laughs> what was going on? The episode that always breaks my heart is... Um, so was it the next season where she has to go away to Overeaters Anonymous... Yes, yes. They they actually start it in this episode, this these two, because she's like eating a lot. It's like she's already obviously the production knows she's pregnant, so they're setting that up. So yeah, it starts here. But I think it's halfway through that next season where he, Fraser is, they're going through his memories of meeting Daphne, and they're watching it. That episode breaks my heart. <laughs> Why so? It, I don't know. It, it's because it's Frazier overanalyzing. Maybe he had too much of a f- infatuation with Daphne, and maybe it's not meant to be. Mm. And I'm like, Frazier, you went from being like really cool to being a dick. You went from being <laughs> Niles to being Frazier. Uh-huh. And I, I just always thought it was like a little cringy that they were like really going in on her weight. <laughs> that was like, that was the early two thousands, like. <laughs> What I, what I loved about Frasier in this season is like, I think season seven is when, and it took seven years for Martin to be like, okay, you guys are going to meddle. <laughs> and him to be okay with it. Like, I love how Martin doesn't understand his sons, but he loves them. Like a, any good parent should. You know, he, He's kind of like Bob from Bob's Burgers. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't understand <laughs> his children, but boy, does he love them. And you find out like, <laughs> I think in in this this is the episode we find out that uh, Fraser took Niles to prom, right? Yeah. Um, in hindsight, we should have uh, canceled the horse and carriage, but <laughs> that's my favorite line in this entire series. Is uh, there are so many great Nilesisms in this episode? Like, um, oh, what's the one that he says at the expense of Roz when he's like, "Well, you know that there are some monasteries that." <laughs> Oh, some monk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where am I going to find a guy? <laughs> Where am I going to find a guy on such short, short notice? And there I haven't some- dated. <laughs> well, there are monasteries. <laughs> I've heard of this mountain monastery. <laughs> I like uh, earlier in the series where he's like, well, what does he say? I'm a son of a bitch or something like that. And she's like, <laughs> or something like I don't know. They're little like back and forth with Roz and Niles are really cute. <laughs> I'm surprised they never tried to make Roz and Niles happen. Only, I mean, that one time earlier in this season where he was trying to get her back with Donnie and then Frazier thinks that they're sneaking off together and then they're pretending. But yeah, I just, I liked him better with the, the Lilith rendezvous. Yeah. <laughs> that was more comedic. I think she, Roz was too wild for Niles. I don't think he could have handled that. No, no. <laughs> but when Roz becomes a mom, that's when my heart breaks. I actually, I like that idea of, because you don't hear about that a lot within retrospect of this show, them showing like a working single mom. I was like, kudos to this show for doing something different. I'm literally thinking of the episode when they're in the hospital. I think it's towards the end of the series when they're in the hospital and they're having flashbacks to when they all had serious stuff because i think it's they're waiting for niles because he has some serious medical thing he's got the heart thing he's got the valve and we see like when roz brought her daughter home from the hospital it's the first time the daughter had colic Mm -hmm. and she's like freaking out just seeing like roz uh get so scared and as you know a dog dad when they accidentally eat something, mm-hmm. I, Haley has to calm me down because my first instinct is, we got to go to the vet. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're the same way. Uh, that episode, uh, we actually skip it every rewatch because my husband had cancer and we spent yeah. a lot of time in the, in the hospital. So we definitely don't like that episode <laughs> for obvious reasons. We always skip that one. It's too yeah. sad. I'm like, mm. but yeah, dog parents, we overreact a lot. One Christmas Eve, he kept limping. And so we spent Christmas Eve out. It was during uh, 2020. We were outside. They had to take him in. And we were, like, freaking out. And he was faking it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We 
got home, he got a toy, and he was fine. I was like, Christmas Eve, yay. We had that happen at the beginning of the pandemic, too. Uh, Stella was, how do I put this politely? Uh, she had diarrhea. Um, <laughs> but it was getting really bad. And then it turns out it's because we switched proteins. No. <laughs> and we didn't know that. But anyways, back to Frasier. With okay, so Frasier is in every ep- every scene of this episode, but he doesn't feel like. Do you know where I'm going with this? He doesn't feel like he's completely. Present. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's because it's supposed to be about Daphne and Niles finally taking that step that we've been waiting for for all these seasons so but they don't feel like they're they're like together a lot because like because mel and donnie are there well and Don- mel sucks the air out of the room and donnie <laughs> you know is chasing the ambulance i mean like <laughs> when they introduced donnie i was like this guy's gonna be trouble but he did help niles get you know a lot get a lot from Maris. Back to the Montana. Ah, the Montana. A dream. I mean, then, okay, so the episode where uh, Daphne is staying at um, Niles' house at the Montana, and it basically turns into, like, a Victorian novel. (laughs) Like, that's the vibe that I was hoping for in this episode. This episode is just very, like, it, it's almost kind of like, have you seen Manchester by the Sea? It's um, it's a little, very yeah. I was gonna say it's like a Kenneth Longerman movie. It's like very know. sad. <laughs> but you know, it works out in the end. Thankfully, it, yes. <laughs> and I love how like they kind of do a callback to to the um the Winnebago episode where <laughs> where they're traveling. And they they go, is it Canada? They travel to Canada, yeah. and and Daphne freaks out because she's not supposed to leave America because of her visa, and she just keeps going. Sure, sure. <laughs> I I gotta say, she does look adorable uh, throughout this entire episode, um, and when she gets into the wedding dress, it's like that's not the same wedding dress that they use for when they get married, is it? No. Because, I mean, they got married three times. Yeah. (laughs) And I know one of them's, like, kind of like a business casual. I feel like it's a golden-looking type thing that she wears to the courthouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I still think that in this episode, it would have been a lot better if Simon kind of got caught in his lies. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't the time or place for Simon to take center stage yet. I feel like, you know, he has his moments. He does. (laughs) I mean, they do have him coming into the room when they're trying to talk, and he's, like, trying to get into the mini bar and everything (laughs) with all the rest of the moons. Yes. And I can't believe they introduce the mother, but we never see the father until, like, two seasons Mm -hmm. from now, and it's Brian Cox from Succession. Yeah, I always thought I was thinking about that in retrospect. I was like, why don't we see the dad? Because they mention he's there. Like, maybe they didn't have like somebody in mind. Yeah, do you know? Well, it should have been Patrick Stewart. <laughs> well, wasn't he already on the? No, was he on the show? Was he? I thought Ian McKellen was. No, I think it was Patrick Stewart. It was Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Then he it should have Frazier's like boyfriend. <laughs> Then it should, oh, yes. But then it, it should have been Ian McKellen. It should have been someone from, you know, X Men. Someone very fancy. I always thought that they were going to do, because uh, he's Australian, uh, Anthony LaPaglia is Australian. I thought it would be funny if her other brother was Hugh Jackman <laughs> doing a British accent, and you just have two Australian guys pretending to be British. But they they went with Hagrid. They went with Robbie Coltrane. Rest in peace. Um, and I thought he was great. <laughs> My husband works for a British company, and they all sound like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, I say they sound like Hugh Grant, and they're like, oh, they're Matthew. Oh, it's like, um, um, yeah, you so Matthew. <laughs> I'm so, like, who are you talking to? Is there anything we haven't talked about? Is there anything we've really missed that you wanted to? <laughs> no. I did think it was weird. I actually, I just watched it um, an hour ago. That this episode starts with them going to the doorman's funeral, which Daphne, Martin, Fraser makes sense, but Niles and um, Mel going. I like, yeah, I didn't understand that. <laughs> I well, know. I didn't understand Mel. I understood Niles would go if Fraser asked him. But yeah, Matt was like, I, I mean, my husband was like, I hate Mel, but like, yeah, I mean, I'd be like, I ain't going to that shit. <laughs> Well, I feel like Niles and Martin had to go because of the condo association. Mm. But I don't understand why Niles was there. <laughs> it would have been weird if if, if Roz was there. <laughs> Everybody that <laughs> ever comes to the apartment. But yeah, so I think that overall, this is one of the better episodes of Frasier. I mean, they're all great, but like, I still think that early Frasier was like, perfect mm -hmm. this season i think this was also the season with sliding cranes which one's that that's the one where they do sliding doors what if what would have happened to fraser oh with the the kettle or with the little cheese pot that no one? no oh. it's the one where you see two different outcomes if he oh, went on a date with this the nurse girl. and yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but <sighs> this episode is so it's so good and so kind of heartbreaking um and i i say that because we finally see them after seven years um get together i mean not get together but finally go on a date and the the just his face when he sees her at the door and she calls him Niles. It is like David Hyde Pierce at his best. It's like, yeah, now I know why he won the Emmy every year. Mm -hmm. It's like um, I compare it to Jim coming back from New York and asking Pam on the date or season two of Stranger Things when Eleven walks to the door in Mike's face. It's just one of those TV moments for a couple where you're like, finally, like you feel like you're so invested in the couple. So you're like, Oh, thank God. You know, it's working out. My life might be trash, but at least this TV couple is making it work. Well, the so the fourth of my favorite series, Third Rock from the Sun, bumped out another member of the Cheers universe, Wings. Wings is one of my <laughs> – I love Wings. Um, but that's part of this universe. Like you got Cheers, then you got Frasier, then you got Wings. And in Wings, when – Joe finally gets to propose to Helen after years of they were together, then they weren't, then they were like, uh, yeah. And with Daphne, like Daphne, Daphne is a character on the show that she's always considered ditzy and spiritual, <laughs> as she'll say. Um, psychic. <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> I kind of got a sixth sense, Mr. Crane. Um, <laughs> But then, like, she finally gets a win. Like, mm -hmm. she's finally not the butt of the joke. And it kind of, it kind of feels good. But, it, like, as I keep saying, it's kind of sad that it took them seven years to finally get together. And I understand it's for the enjoyment of us, us <laughs> the puppets watching this, <laughs> a puppet masters pulling the strings. But, yeah. So... Mm -hmm. I have not out the the Maris stuff a lot. Yeah, not <laughs> the only time a Maris joke ever worked for me was on The Simpsons. <laughs> Guess who? Maris. <laughs> no, the best Maris one is when um they're like separated and Niles gets that dog and then Fraser is like, "What do you think it reminds you of?" And he's like, puts the little um like ramekin on the dog and he's like. <gasps> It's Maris. That's like, oh my god. Well, I, I love Niles with that dog because, sit, <laughs> sit. Okay. She's so cuddly, <laughs> so rigid in Martin's arms. Yeah. Uh, I saw one of those in Cincinnati, and we were like, oh, Maris. 
Wait, what type of dog was it? Was those those whippet? Those weird looking dogs. Stella is part whippet. <laughs> she's part. She's part terrier, but she, so it's like Eddie? yeah, Eddie mixed with a whippet. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie and Maris had a baby. Um. So yeah, how many bagels for this episode? Out of thirteen. Out of thirteen. Yeah, that's that's the number normally. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Ernest uh, scared. Uh, well, that was bloody machetes. That that was ten <laughs> bloody machetes. Out. <laughs> out of ten, I would give it. No, out of thirteen. Thirteen. You're giving us all the thirteen. I like a good series, like season finale. I like when it's like I don't like to be left hanging. Because there's like some PTSD when shows get canceled and don't yeah. come back. So I like <laughs> when they like resolve it. Because yeah. I think, you know, as a TV fan, it can be very heartbreaking to like see it not come back after the summer. Yeah. Um, I'm going with 11. Um, for season finales, it's pretty good. But for a Frasier season finale, like... It didn't have anyone from Cheer show up, and that—that's, I—I love when, um, I think it's next season, or it might have been the season before this, where Fraser goes crazy and all of his exes show up <laughs> in his head, and it's you know, mm-hmm. it's Diane and it's Lilith, and that's a good one. <laughs> so, so this first season finale is an eleven. Um, Kendra, thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. Talk do you want to do you want to promote anything? Oh yeah, you could just listen to Crushgasm podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and go to crushgasmpodcast dot com for all of that. And I have uh, the series, the season for when Scary Miss Stabby has come to an end. Um, Kendra was on that. Um, I also have Hell is a Musical, um, which Kendra will be on that. Probably next <laughs> next season. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, email us at writersbagelbasket at gmail.com and like the Facebook page. Give us five stars so that we can, you know, get more recognition on this podcast. Until next time, I'm Scott Krillin. Bye. Bye.